Welcome to Star Trek Stuff with Anne, Big Ship, and Adam. And I mean, the edibles still haven't kicked in, I don't think. A remote control would be nice. (laughs) Okay, I don't know about you, but I'm just going to go ahead and open this bottle of edibles, and I'm just going to, like, pop that right now. All right. It won't kick in until, like, the end of the show or something. Oh, yeah. All right. So I'm getting into the theme of things. Okay. Have you ever had a bad trip? I Yes, I did. How bad? It was not that bad. Okay. Because I know a couple of people that have had really bad trips where they mm-hmm. just like, shit gets real, real, real dark. And I just felt very uncomfortable. Like my stomach was just like, uh, like just kind of queasy. And I was super, super tired, but I couldn't mm-hmm. sleep. I just felt really shitty. What were you on? Shrooms. Yeah. yeah. But the bummer about it is that this was in Amsterdam. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, because it's such an amazing city. It's like the coolest place in the world. This amazing mix of super modern cool things like legal drugs and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, whatever. It's it, it, all the, the all the things about Amsterdam, but it's also set in this very old world European city. Yeah, you've got like things from two years ago next to, you know, some sculpture that's super modern art next to a building from the 1400s, you know. Oh, yeah. You can go yeah. into bars that are hundreds of years old. Yeah, it's incredible. That's insane. So I just felt so bad that I felt bad because all I wanted to do was go see this incredible city. Were you lucky in that it was one of those like six hours and you're done kind of trips? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't last days or anything fucked up like that. Well, you're you're very lucky in that respect because I had one of those shit gets real dark kind of trips. Oh, God. I was in Statesboro, Georgia. And uh, (laughs) there's not much to do in Statesboro, Georgia. And this was in the 90s. Uh, early 90s. During that period, the bars could only serve up to a certain alcohol content. So the bars were kind of useless, basically. You could get shit beer or shit wine. That's basically it. Weird. And yeah, it was terrible. Um, You got the crappy leftover bands that, you know, deigned to come that far south and, you know, and it was just miserable. So you did a lot of shrooms because right below the, ma- the you know, right below Macon, it gets um, real sandy soiled and it's perfect for psilocybin mushrooms. Huh. And what happened to me this particular time, because 99% of the time you're not going to have a problem. They're the best. It's the best trip. It's so much super fun. No problems. Uh, lasts exactly six hours. It's great. But this particular time, the field unbeknownst to us, had been treated. Oh. So we got some kind of pesticide mixed in. Uh Uh-oh. Kind of relevant to this particular episode. (laughs) Absolutely just the worst. One guy shut himself into his room and listened to uh, a Jane's Addiction song over and over and over again. (laughs) Um, Do you you remember which one? um, It was, um, I want to say Summertime. I'm going to find that one. I can't remember the name of it. It's It had summer in the title. I can't remember the name of it. But we lost the cat that we were bab- babysitting. Um, I, I thought I died. Um, everybody was just miserable. Oh. Like, it was bad. And it was more than I usually did. 
So it was like not just like a bad trip. It was like a bad trip times two, because I don't know if you've, I'm sure you've experienced this, but like there's trips and then there's like level two. Yeah. Where it kind of just keeps going, but it changes and it like, you're not like nor like a happy trip is like, la 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 la. Everything's really cool. Ooh, pretty vibes. You know, like ooh visuals. And then like level two is, oh my God. There is no God. <laughs> there is this, you know, and it's just like, it's just a, it's a different sensation. It's just a, it's leveling the fuck up. Wow. And yeah, I've only, so I've only I was done... at that point and having a terrible, terrible time. So it was really bad. Oh my God. So, okay. So you, th- I never, let me put it this way. I never want to see those people ever again, <laughs> even though I really liked them because I am so embarrassed about how I and everybody else behaved. What is the, cause you said you, f- you thought you died. Yeah. What's that like? Like I kind of, I think I passed out is what happened. Okay. And they like the people trying to be nice, like put me in a, in a room by myself and like closed the door. And I was like, this is not working. <laughs> but, <laughs> but basically, you know, and, l- and like I said, luckily the shrooms are the kind of thing that lasts for a very particular amount of time. You can set your watch by it. So by the time it was, you know, by the time like hour four or five came on, I had started just guzzling water and that helped like flush everything kind of out of your, out of my system. Um, and that, you know, by that point I was like, okay, everything's going to be okay. But there was a good hour there that it was just like, everything was bad. So, you know, so I, I, I am very sympathetic to this episode. <laughs> uh, okay. So third, are we third episode? Yeah, this is the third episode. Third episode uh, of the show. Fourth episode for us. For because us. Because we split up Broken Bow into, because I don't know how to say it still, uh, into two episodes. Mm-hmm. So, meh. all right. So um, my notes say episode four. I think this is episode four for us. Yes, for us, yes. All right, were you, uh, <laughs> I don't think you were on any edibles, but, like, uh, were you drinking anything through this? No, um, because I did it earlier this evening. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I gotta get it. Yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, I, I poured myself a glass of wine, but, like, I I don't think I even, I might have had the one during it. I was pretty right. sober during this one. Okay, all right. Well, we can we can get through it there. Um, we open with two randos that we've never seen before. Um, and I kind of noticed that you kind of see two sides of a rando in Star Trek. You have like super curious nerd who's like, I want to know everything and try everything and try different foods. And cause she's eating Vul- Vulcan soup and the guy who's just like, whatever, I'm just here for the adventure, you know? So you kind of had that like little dichotomy there and that just that first um, opening bit. I kept thinking Vulcan cuisine would have to be bland, right? I would think so. Like, what's the logical point of, I mean, some spices have some nutritional value, but it's not a whole lot. I mean, it's mostly for flavor. Right, And, and they're vegetarian, so it might be even more bland, just depending on how they cook. That's true. I mean, most of the vegetarians and vegans I know spice the shit out of things. Right, They'll, right. Like, they live off of Sriracha, but a Vulcan's not going to do that. <laughs> no, exactly, right. 
What is the logic in burning the fuck out of your mouth? It's just fun. It's fun. It's right. good. Right. It tastes neato. All right. So I noticed that she's looking at a print book. Right. I noticed that too. I was like, interesting. Okay. Because there can't, it's not like they can, you know, hang on to a crap load. I mean, there's just not enough room for a ton of print books. Yeah, and not only that, I mean, in Disco, which is, let's see, well, it's a good it's a good bit later than this, but Tilly is absolutely shocked at the sight of a book. Right. Like, she reacted to seeing a book the way somebody younger today would probably react to seeing, like... Eight-track? Yeah, an eight-track. It was, she was completely shocked that one still existed. Yeah, well... Y- like I said before, Braga and and uh, Berman are not concerned really that all that much with continuity. And I'm fairly sure that when they were doing disco, they were like, we're doing our own shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, they that kind of thing. I mean, they were I feel like they were just like, I don't really we don't really care. We're going to do it the way we're going to do it. Yeah, I mean... I mean, look at the Klingons. That was totally different. Wait, like in, in disco? So many, yeah, in so many ways. Well, that's not Berman and Braga. No, no, the, what I'm saying is, like, they... The creators of that show, of Disco, Brian Fuller... Oh, right. They were like, we are doing something totally different. We are starting this from a place where we're not going to be beholden to a whole lot of the canon, you know? So this this actress that's looking at the book about mm-hmm. bugs, uh, she looked familiar, and I couldn't place her, so I had to look up IMDb. She was actually in a Voyager episode. Oh. There's an episode of Voyager where um, Torres acci- like crash lands on this pre-industrial society is mm-hmm. very ancient Greek-like. Right, right. I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's in that. She's one oh. of the actors in the... She, she's playing an actor in the in ancient the sh- Greek planet thing. Cool. I'll, I'll see performers that are in different Trek roles. I agree. I, 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 it makes me very happy. It's kind of annoying, though, because basically I don't remember at any point in this show they actually say her name until much later. That's true. If I didn't have the subtitles on, um, I wouldn't know who she was because they never talk about her. I mean, they never address her. Right, yeah. I realized that when they said her name at some point, when they're in the caves later, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the first we've heard that. Yeah. This is the first time in a while we're hearing from people from the lower decks. Yes. So to speak. Which, you know, quote unquote, lower deck officers. And we've seen them before in other in incarnations of the show. And, we'll, you know, obviously there's the cartoon that's being done. But this is the first time in this show, whatever. Yeah, which is great because it's not supposed to be that big of a crew, right? Right, right. It's much, yeah, it's much smaller of a crew. All right, I got to look up the exact size. Enterprise NX-01 crew compliment. While you're looking at that, I actually, another bit of trivia, I actually recently found out that the show was originally just called Enterprise because Rick Berman thought that he didn't need to add the Star Trek name. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, isn't that funny? What an so, asshole. And then, 
And then later, the basically the studio was like, "No, you need to call it Star Trek Enterprise." And he and and they had to like they had to completely rebrand everything. God, what a colossal asshole! Yeah. Oh my God, the crew complement of NXO One is eighty three. Oh wow. Okay, much less than I thought. Okay. Yeah, that's small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are all up in everybody's shit. I wonder if that changes when they bring on the Makos later in a different season. Oh yeah, that's right. Because the Makos show up because like they go all twenty four and do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, it's horrible. Um, yeah, but so anyway, but there's only like ahead. there's only like ten Makos or something, right? Right, right. It's not like, yeah, it's not like a huge army or anything. Yeah, they didn't double yeah. the size of the thing. Yeah, just, there's like yeah. maybe 20 of them, I guess, at the most. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, the lower deck, deck randos are, excuse me, the lower deck randos are looking at the pretty planet, and nobody has heard about the ship going there. That's so weird to me. I agree. I thought that was extremely strange that nobody had heard anything about this. Right. And they were like, yeah, I thought we were just going to some nebula. And we do get the question I'm about to ask or what my question was at this moment. We do get that answered later. But mm-hmm. as far as we know, the last episode, uh, they had been out there for two weeks and not met anyone. And then they found right. dead bodies. And then <laughs> they magic talked to and shot at a, <laughs> as yeah. a scorpion uh, kid's toy. And then that was, so that was the last thing that we saw. And so two, uh-huh. so we don't know how long it's gone by. We assume that they have not met anyone still. So mm-hmm. the idea that they would go, uh, hey, we found a planet. Um, you know, just don't tell the crew. That's so right, bullshit right. to me. <laughs> yeah, of yeah, course, exactly. Of course, Arch is going to get on there and be like, guess what, everyone? We found a planet. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because on the bridge, um, you know, Trip, Ahab, Milk Toast are all getting Class M boners, <laughs> like immediately, <laughs> and immediately Ahab wants to land. Maybe you knew this already. I did not know this. Menshara mm-hmm. is what the M stands for. I had no idea. And this has actually, this is one of those things uh, from science fiction that has actually translated to real life, because. Uh, Astronomers do call this M-class planets now. They use, oh, hell they, yeah. they interchange between Earth-like planets and M-class planets, but most scientists at this point call them M-class planets. Oh, fuck yeah. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? That's awesome. I love it. I love it. That's that's the power of Trek. I know exactly. Yeah, that's about- yeah. I mean, I mean, I can name like f- at least five astronauts off the top of my head right now that that went into the astronaut program and, and went into science because of Star Trek. And so like the Star Trek um, nomenclature and things like that are all over the place in, in science. It's awesome. That's real immortality. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. It really is. It's awesome. It's odd that May- that Merriweather has, <laughs> Mayweather has never <laughs> heard the term, Manchara, I know why I haven't, right. but I don't get why a guy who grew up in space has never heard that. That's weird to me. So I think that's just kind of thrown in for people like me that didn't know what M-Class I, meant. I would assume, yeah. yeah. That should not have been Mayweather. No. Could have been, oh, should have been Hoshi. She doesn't know anything. She can't do space. 
<laughs> so she doesn't space. Why would she? <laughs> right, right. Hoshi does not space. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I feel like that was uh, written for the wrong character. Definitely. Or I don't know. That was, that was weird. Yeah, it was weird. So um, T'Pol is, is giving us the forewarning, foreshadowing that we should all listen to by saying that there's a ton of things that they should do before landing on the fucking planet. And, of course, Ahab acts like she's, you know, super Debbie Downer and poo-poos everything she says. God forbid they could be careful and not fucking die. (laughs) Or, you know, have terrible trips where they kill each other. They could kill each other. It's totally, okay, it's A, again, it's totally unrealistic that they would jump in a shuttle and go down there. Can you imagine NASA doing that? Seriously. (laughs) No. Right. I was honestly surprised how Archer handled this disagreement because I thought he would just yell at her. No, he gets all... But he's, he's like, well, you know, we didn't come this far. Golly gosh, darn it to... To tiptoe around. Yeah, I, I really thought he would just he would just be like, dah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought he was going to go off on her. Yeah. At this point, they're just like, yeah, no, we have to go down there. Go yeah. check this out. And she's just because she's just we've... wanting to make sure that nobody dies. Like that's all. She's just there are protocols in place because it's a logical thing to do. Like, and logical is not a swear word. Like, it's it's just a really good idea to figure this shit out before. Like I said, would NASA do that? Hell, fucking no, they wouldn't. No, indeed. You know, and then he get, he does all this. You know, you know the SpongeBob SquarePants meme. Where, you know, all the letters are uppercase and lowercase in random order. Alternating capital and lowercase letters. Yeah, and he's like, um, I assume that's not a violation of protocol. Mm. <laughs> and you're like, fuck you. My protocol. Herder. Yeah, and, and she's <laughs> sitting there going, I, I just don't, I just think it's a good idea. I mean, you know. We have we do this stuff for a reason, you know. So yeah, fuck him. Yeah, and of course, um, yeah, she's completely right uh, and is not apologized to. But we'll get to that at the end. Mm-hmm. So the they decide they're going to go ahead and go on down there. Uh, they bring the bug lady because turns out she doesn't just like bugs. She's an entomologist, right? right. So that's cool. I don't remember an entomologist being. Uh, a Trek character before, so that's cool. True, yeah, there's biologists all galore, but they never really say whether they're, like, um, specialized in anything, so. Yeah. Right before that, though, I, I frantically swirl my mouse, mouse around waiting for the skip intro button, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, because right there, it's our theme. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I'm walking on The nice bug lady who we'll find out her name later. I don't know. Her, her, yeah. uh, I suspect bad writing, <laughs> oddly enough. Um, yeah. Her name. Not caring enough about female characters <laughs> right. to give them a name that anyone cares about. Yeah. It's Ensign Cutler. Ensign Cutler. Okay. They keep calling her crewman. Is crewman different from Ensign? Like, oh, um, she might be just a crewman. Well, Ensign is an officer. It's the lowest rank of officer. Right. Crewman is not an officer. It's like a, you know, a private. Um, like a, like a non-com mm-hmm. or, or is it before even? Before even. Ensign. Before Ensign. It's, it's someone who is not an officer. Okay. Um, 
It would I be. I think they call her Kruman. Yeah, it would be they like definitely call her friend Kruman. Right. It would be like seaman instead of um, lieutenant or captain or commander or sub commander or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just wondering, like, how do you get on the ship? I know O'Brien was a non-commissioned officer. He w- yeah, and he was a chief. So he was yeah, they like just called him chief. Right. So he was like highest rank of crewman. Right. Because because I remember him saying, uh, after Nog come uh, leaves to go to Starfleet, he's like, Christ, when that kid gets back, I have to call him sir. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she gets sad face when T'Pol doesn't care about her small talk and her gratitude about being selected for the mission. And I'm sitting there going, they have heard of Vulcans, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why does everybody expect her to do stuff that she's not going to do because she's a fucking Vulcan? You didn't go see the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Like I'm like, what? Uh, it's so frustrating. Because I'm like, they know how Vulcans are. But yet they constantly expect her to act differently. Yeah. Are they stupid? Do they not have <laughs> hold memories? <laughs> I j- it's it's just dumb. It's annoying and, as hell. She yeah. So she tries to like be nice and hang out with her, and T'Pol's like, I am a logic, and so that doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, they get in a shuttle. They got the sweet hats, so the hats mm-hmm. are back. Yep. Yeah. I saw them. I saw one of those on eBay for like seventy dollars or something. Mm. I was like, oh, fuck, never mind. Jesus. Just yeah, that's more than I want to pay. Yeah. Now, and was it, I mean, was it like official merchandise or was it like from like, you know, a prop or or what? If it was a prop, then it should be worth less. Really? <laughs> <laughs> this was actually used on the worst show in Star Trek history. <laughs> Holy shit, I will give you five, well, 350. Uh, three? Yeah, yeah. They are kind of cool. I said they were cool in the first one, and like, it, yeah, I, I, they do look pretty good. The NX01, mm. like, it, it does look pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so the hat's in the shuttle. They get in the shuttle, and they land in California. What do you Central know? Central California landscape, and they're super awestruck by it. Look, Captain, that's where they shot sideways. Yeah, total. it's total wine country. That makes sense. Wine country. That absolutely makes sense. I didn't even think about it. It's like, I don't know, they found a park in, around L.A. somewhere. where Right. They, whatever. I don't, I don't know, whatever. Then Porthos goes racing off the ship. And there's actually a fairly good bit of humor when Trip says where no dog has gone before. I love that. Because he comes up to the first, he goes to the first tree he sees. Well, so. the camera, I love how the camera kind of tracks Went away. Porthos yeah. for a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like there's a cameraman running backwards <laughs> with Porthos, just trying <laughs> yeah. to track Porthos. And uh, I love that so much. Yeah, he it's runs adorable. A, yeah, it's super, super cute. Um, and so, yeah, he goes, to, he sees a tree, pees immediately. And I just kept thinking, where the hell does he pee on the ship, man? Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Where is he going to the bathroom on the ship? Like, I'm, I, I'm going to assume that there's some kind of like pee pad situation. I guess I can't get my beagle to do a pee pad situation. Like, he just will be like, no, no, it's storming rain, and I'm not going outside. <laughs> I'm like, you need to go outside and do your business. And he's just like, fuck you, bro. And he just like <laughs> curls up in a ball and like holds his pee. Like he just. Oh my god hates it he oh. just he, he won't go until he has to if it's bad oh. weather. yeah he, he will not go inside ahab 
tells to Paul to put her tricorder away and enjoy herself. Again, right, because that's a thing does, that Vulcans do, sure. Right. Does he not acquire memories? Is this a like a <laughs> issue with him? Like Captain Memento. But only with her emotional you know, range. And yeah, he's all like, we're on an alien world and it's like super fucking cool, man. And she's like, I've done this 35, 36 other times. So no. You ever done something like that where it was something super, super cool, but you were with somebody that was like, yeah, you know, you know, whatever. Oh, sure. Yeah. And honestly, I'm just like, whatever, you know, and, and I just stopped trying to make them enjoy it like I am because they're only going to do that if they want to. You know, so I'm I'm I just go on and enjoy myself. Well, that's a good way to do it. A lot of people yeah. let, let other people's energy kind of drag them down or around or whatever, and it's like eh, the best way to kind of experience something is to just go out from yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like if if they if if I'm say like at a park or something, and I'm like really enjoying the scenery or whatever, and you know I try to point it out to somebody, and they're like whatever. I'm like okay, well I'm gonna go do my own thing then because you're boring. <laughs> so first time I did acid, there was the guy who like hooked everybody up with it was just like yeah acid whatever, oh, and I'm just like dude I'm about to do some shit I've never done before like I don't know what's yeah. about to happen I'm just kind of like oh acid. <laughs> like come yeah. on not everybody's you know yeah done this a hundred fucking times or whatever get the fuck out of here that's evidently some people's idea of what cool is right is to downplay everything yeah be slightly be somewhat cynical and stuff yeah and yeah makes, and makes you like, seem world uh world wise i am occasionally like that maybe with some things like music and stuff like that but but i don't i i i don't shit on other people's parade you know, like I'm not going to go to a concert that I don't like the band or I, you know, I don't like the opening band and stand, you know, and, and shit on it to somebody who's enjoying it. Yeah. If they're enjoying it, then I'll go outside and hang out, you know, until that band is over. But I'm not going to, you know, shit on their time. You know, that's just mean. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, so let's see. So Porthos running around, it struck me as dangerous. They talked yeah. about... All these insects everywhere. Mm-hmm. Paul had said that there were going to be a whole ton of insects, and that's why they brought the bug lady. Mm-hmm. And then they let a tiny, mostly defenseless tiny animal yeah. <laughs> like run around on the grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Could yeah. be p- picking up turbo ticks uh-huh. from space and just, yeah. oh, well, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And Trip stops to take a picture, which is really odd. Yeah. And yeah, and then Ahab, oh my god, and Ahab almost puts his motherfucking arm around to Paul. That's so weird. That was so, he, I like that it was awkward so because weird. it's like cuz she's just standing there like What the fuck? He tells yeah. he literally tells her to smile. Oh my god, that made me so fucking mad. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you, dude." Not and cool. Then he, no, it's not. And then Trip was like, and then he tells Trip like, make sure to get a copy of that to Vulcan High Command. Her, 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 her. God, you're such a fucking racist asshole. Make sure you confirm all their suspicions that we are just goofballs yeah. out here fucking up. Yeah. And then T'Pol gets on with the fucking work because she's a fucking professional. Mm-hmm. And we get treated to some CGI fish with arms and legs, a CGI double moon, and lots of, you know, bucolic scenery. And they make, they kind of le- leave the camera on for a second. Um, the guy, the the random, rando 
crew man they kind they put him in this field of like all these you know huge yellow flowers and they kind of leave it there for a second painting. it looks like shit it's one of those it's shitty terrible. matte painting things yeah yeah it's definitely a matte painting it looks so bad mm-hmm. yeah and the cgi fish and the the double moon looks really bad um, the double moon didn't bother me so really, much as that painting did. That the, the maybe painting, it was just my speed then. Okay, I don't know. I, maybe I, I didn't get as good of a look at it at the mm. two moons or something. I was just kind of like, okay, there's two moons. Right. Uh, I think it would have looked cooler if they'd have been in two different phases. I wonder if that mm. would make sense. Like, I don't know if there was a double. There's two stars. That's true. You'd have to have a binary system in order for the shadows yeah. to be in different places. Never mind. Two anyway, different sides. Uh, anyway. but yeah, the painting thing looks like shit. Honestly, they could have he could have just sat in a tree that was actually mm-hmm. there or something and been like, right. ah, what a nice day, and it would have been so much better than that weird, yeah. weird effect. Yeah, and then that you go to Milk Toast, uh, Florida Man, and Ahab, and Milk Toast a- explains again that he was born and raised on a ship in space. Because he has no other fucking personality. <laughs> this is my thing. Jesus this is my Christ. one thing. Right. It's it's his one thing. I said my uh, one thing. So T'Pol lets Ahab know he's late to the rendezvous. And, you know, like someone who's, a, you know, not a professional. Um, and then he gives her like this, you know, really overly done. Sorry, mom voice. I don't feel tardy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. That's actually one of my favorite lines. Paul wants to do an overnight um, to check out over, you know, some animal life. And Trip and Milk Toast want to stay too, so they can have a camping trip. And Paul is like, "This is." I thought this was for science. And Ahab's like, "No, it can be both." And the look she gives him just in that particular moment is fucking searing. Yeah, yeah. Panic. You're going to get me killed, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, she totally fucking like that's him you know it's so i was like damn dude that's like the one of the only times she really gives him that look he's earned that look so many more times so many times (laughs) the the ones that are gonna leave go get Mm -hmm. in the shuttle and porthos just follows him like woohoo yeah i got a beagle let me tell you they do what they want like they Uh don't they're so stubborn yeah (laughs) they have to be pretty trained i have mine trained to where he'll come at me if i like knock on something twice because it means he's gonna get a treat but if Mm -hmm. you don't tell basically tell a beagle he's about to eat something like they they don't care they don't give a shit what you're saying yeah they're like it's there's trees i can pee here Mm -hmm. this place is fucking great (laughs) yeah getting in your damn ship (laughs) somebody obviously was in the in the shuttle like coaxing the dog in had to have shake shake the little thing with the food in it where it knows (laughs) what the food that's how i get my dog to come in and shake a thing and he's like oh okay well great otherwise it's gonna like smell squirrel shit or whatever it is i do i can't i don't know what he's doing but (laughs) but he doesn't give a shit what i'm doing no no they don't they don't care but yeah my uh, and here comes one of my favorite bits from the the episode ahab says pitch your tent commander and i cannot help lolling right there because <laughs> i'm just like okay um <clears throat> if you really want him to okay yeah 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 it's a little bit uh, with the yeah tent thing uh yeah uh, i like that he's kind of trip is kind of making travis do this yeah 
uh, which is kind of funny because he's just kind of like pushing him out of out of his comfort zone. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, sure, why not? Uh, I'm sure everything will go very very well for Ensign Bland guy. Yeah, <laughs> one of his few nights under the stars. I'm sure that's just mm-hmm. gonna go fan fucking tastic. This is mm-hmm. great because I despise camping. And <laughs> this episode just confirms confirms every, all your fears. Okay. Yeah, there's going to be a storm, and there's going to be bugs, and everyone's <laughs> going to go crazy. You're going to have a bad trip, uh, in at least one way. Yeah. Because one, hey, maybe you'll get hit with like alien drug dosage, but also right. you're out in the fucking woods <laughs> in the modern times when we have air conditioning. Like right, you, right. You're not supposed to be there. We've evolved past this. I don't know. Yeah. That's very much just me. See, Everybody else I know yeah. loves camping. I cannot. I, I I do like camping. It's 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 not it's not perfect, especially in the south. And you try to go camping in the middle of summer, like fuck that. Ugh. But if you do it right, I mean, it's it can be really fun. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> what's the thing that you do? I don't. Oh God. Okay. Anyway. All right. So I realized at this moment that the science officers are in green. Yeah. That's odd. Yeah. it's Well, is it like a blue-green or is it green-green? Straight green? green, like a deep green. Huh. Like there's... Because they're all, they've all got the blue jumpsuits. But yeah, so yeah. the difference is just, you know, in the trim. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the, the trim color around it, whatever, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The command is gold. Red. Like in Oh, no, TOS. it is gold. Yeah, yeah. Gold yeah. and then red for security. And it should just be blue for science and medical. Yeah, but it's green, apparently. Oh, Flox doesn't weird. wear it at all. He's just like, right, nah, no, I just yeah. work here. I don't, I'm not in your <laughs> fucking fleet, man. I wear, I wear my cool, like, I white the fuck sort I want. of flowing things. Huh, I didn't notice that. That's interesting. I'll have to keep an eye on that. I wonder if they change it later or, or what, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so the science officers are in green. Because the other, uh, he has a name, we hear it later. Ethan, that's the first Ethan. name. Novakovich. Yeah, okay. There you go. That thing. I started calling him Novaka bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I should feel bad about that or not. Nah, fuck it. He flips okay. out. He flips out first. He's the guy he, who he does. He, oh, game over, man. First. Yeah, so, exactly. Nah, he's a bitch. He, he can't he can't <laughs> handle the he can't handle the trip. <laughs> like he's <laughs> so, so we go to the fireside, and Milk Toast is finally showing an actual aspect of his personality, and in telling a ghost story, and it's a totally ridiculous story. But the funny thing about it is that when I think about it, there is plenty of Trek precedent that makes the story completely plausible. How's that? Okay, so the story goes that they find a um, he's you know he's talking about one of uh, the the boomer ships. That he grew up on, of course. And um, they find a life pod or a escape pod out in the middle of nowhere. And um, when they open it and it felt it felt weirdly cold and et cetera, et cetera, and lots of embellishment. But there was nothing in it. But then the guy who opened it started acting weird and started starting fights and his personality changed. And he... Um, basically like started shooting up the place and escaped and um, escaped in the, the life pod and um, left the ship. And, and uh, Cutler says, surely the captain went after him. 
and um, Milktoast is like, no, the, the he had damaged the engines, so they couldn't go after him. Okay. And so I'm thinking back, and I'm like, okay, there are there's an episode in TOS or yeah TOS where Kirk is t- Kirk and two other people are taken over by a alien species that lives on you know it's like these like glowing balls and it's a long story but they are taken over bodily um there's a a story later in enterprise where they get taken over bodily and like their minds get switched with these aliens did tng have one so there's an episode in tng where data troy and uh chief o'brien take over the enterprise possessed by um basically um aliens that had been imprisoned on a planet Right, right. So okay. there's definitely Trek precedent for this kind of thing happening. Well, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's a ghost story, and he definitely embellished a lot of it, but what he's saying is completely plausible within the Trek universe. Okay, that's awesome then. Mm. Okay, I kind of love that. Uh, yeah. Because I was just kind of blowing it off, like, all right, yeah, so there's a, there's a ghost story bit or whatever, and mm-hmm. it maybe they were just kind of throwing a bone to the guy that plays Mayweather. Just, yeah, you get a monologue in this one. Yeah, here you go. Kind of thing. Sure. (laughs) They were, I mean, (laughs) chew this one up, buddy. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because not a whole lot's coming after this. Uh huh. They have like regular Academy sports tents. Yes. Like just totally. Yes, they do. (laughs) You can buy those exact tents at Academy sports. Uh Uh-huh. Or dicks or wherever people sell that shit right now. That's on that's on, on Amazon right now. Those exact tents, yeah. I'm sure. They're not expensive. They didn't try no. with the spaciness or anything like that. They're no, just like, exactly. we got they some tents like, at the sporting goods store. Fine. <laughs> no shits given. They all match colors. Yeah. They were on their way to that set in wine country and they were like, shit, shit, we didn't get the, the <laughs> silvery space tents. <laughs> we left them on the lot. And so they pulled over. At an Academy Sports or some shit on the way yeah. and just like... And bought- just got three tents, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be what happened because no effort on these tents at all. No, None. not at all. But before they go to bed, the other rando ensign, Nabokovich, um, gets a headache, which could happen to anyone and could be anything because they did no preliminary studies of the flora and fauna. Right, this could be uh, the beginning of a tumor. Did you know there's a plant in Australia called the gimpy gimpy that has a, uh, the leaves, and if you touch them, it feels like you're being electrocuted and being stung by like 30 wasps at the same time? Fuck me. It looks like a totally normal weed. It, it, it does not have any distinguishing or weird characteristics that make it look scary or anything, but if you fucking touch it, you're screaming in pain. Jesus. Within minutes. Oh my God. This is in Australia. <laughs> I'm glad that's far away from me. Australia is a fucking horror movie. It's not too different from the US in that you get out to that whole middle section and you are, you, you, no. Yeah. You realize that things have gone wrong. Yeah. Pretty much the whole middle of the country. You just don't want to be there in general. No. But in Australia, it's deadly. In our the middle of our country, it's just a lot of mayonnaise. <laughs> Australia's a fucking horror movie. Yeah. Anyway, a storm front is approaching. I, I wouldn't want to camp during this shit. It l- seemed fine at first. Yeah. Yeah, it gets bad. Like 
quickly. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be wanting, wanting to camp like that. Yeah, Florida man starts mentioning Florida hurricanes. Goes to Florida. Come on down and do your worst. Right. Of course. Uh, and then Travis compares them to ion storms. So that's kind of like yeah. where I'm from, where you're from kind of thing. Novakovich actually starts saying there's someone in the camp. So I think he's like, basically, I think why they lingered on him in that yellow, in that field of yellow flowers, the really bad matte painting. That's kind of, they were kind of like saying like, it's this yellow flower. Oh, you know? he got extra exposed to the, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Yeah, because he's he starts getting a headache. He starts saying there's someone in in the camp, like before anybody else starts. So he's basically he's starting to feel it before anybody else. He took it early. That makes sense. I'm glad you said that because I was just kind of like, well, yeah, they're gonna have the red shirt, green shirt. Actually, they're green shirts. Uh, mm-hmm. The green shirt guy. Okay, he's gonna buy it first because he's a green shirt, and that's it. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah. Uh, in this, instead of the red shirts, it's and so they're gonna die. Uh, but yeah, that makes sense now. He was standing and they had to draw in extra flowers. Lots and lots of yellow flowers. Yeah. So like, okay. All right. You know what? Hey, props. Because now that tracks because that didn't. That, right. I was like, why take the extra time to make that shitty, shitty matte painting? Matte painting. Like, right, 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 right. I think that I think that's why I am giving them all the credit in the world, because if that's not how they meant it, then I'm just head cannoning it but that made the most sense yeah <laughs> i still know? feel like they, they could have found a flower a couple flowers somewhere and had him lay down next to them sniff it really difficult yeah you're like ooh, this is beautiful yeah 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 breathe that shit in yeah and yeah and then there's like this giant scorpion bug in florida men's sleeping bag and yeah fuck that it doesn't look good um, no it does not look good and it's probably a better idea to do a CG one than to like get an oh, actual yeah. scorpion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't look that great. The CG has not aged particularly well. Um, it has no. these. There's something familiar. Oh, I realize what it is. Okay, it has like the two prongs kind of coming out the, I guess, front of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's something kind of familiar about it. And just now, I'm realizing that it reminds me a little bit of the back of the neck aliens that infiltrate in conspiracy. From TNG. Yeah, they do look like that. It's not quite so like fluffy and marshmallowy, but yeah, that is definitely what it looks like. The ones in conspiracy were like a purpley, pinkish. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. totally look like candy. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. I'm looking mm. at it right now. Uh, oh, man. Mm. If you Google the episode, the still shots from that one are so fucking mm. awesome. <laughs> there's a, there's one, they have one of just that that one guy uh, after he's been blown up. Oh, and yeah. And it's so gory. <laughs> it is. That was Holy absolutely, shit, when I saw that for the first time, I was like, ooh, I was super freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, that's so gross. And, like, now I look at it and I'm like, oh, my God, how could I possibly have been scared by that? But, yeah, yeah. But that was pretty gory at the time, like, for TV. Holy shit, that was crazy. It really was. the uh, the uh, What I remember most is the eating bugs. Mm-hmm. Like, they were eating yeah, the, the little the, grubs or something yeah. like that. And just yep. being, oh, it was so <laughs> gross. Yeah, they blew that motherfucker up, man. That yep. one guy, and he's just sitting in like the villain chair, going like, "I am villain," mm-hmm. and he like eats one of the uh, purple 
scorpion things. Marshmallows. Then, yeah, yeah. Yep. One, of the, one of the pictures that comes up is just the, the shot of Picard and Riker just uh, shooting him. Yeah. Well, it's like, so funny, too, because in the shot before, like, when they, right before they shoot him, Picard, both of them have, like, this, like, ew, look on their face. And it's hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty just, they look at each other like, nah, fuck that. Nah, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely one of those moments that, like, made me fall in love with their character development as as two friends. And not just, like, you know, uh, Commander and whatever. It was, like, it was that moment when they looked at each other and were like, fuck. Their relationship really is great. It Uh, is. just professional enough and just familiar and friendly enough. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that gets talked about enough. The no. Riker and Picard's yeah. uh, bond that they have, it of course comes back up a lot more in Picard. Sure. You know, they, they, they get each other's wavelengths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's this, so the CG Scorpion is mm. in Trip's bag. He jumps up and the thing, what's weird is that they just kind of, stood there in the tent and kept moving their feet. Right. Like, they're doing this weird dance. It's the dance. weirdest. Yeah, it's so weird as hell. the wind be- is knocking it around from mm-hmm. the outside, you know, mm-hmm. and there, there's probably, you know, a couple of guys shaking it right. off camera. Right. And then instead of what I would do, which is, like, stand really still and watch for it. Yeah. They, like, kick everything around and push it. And, you know, yeah, it's really odd. It looks like they're over um over emoting and overacting like just in, in yeah. a very silly way and it's like yeah. why are you doing like that it's just just stand still dude for god's sakes yeah or really make it silly i mean yeah. with the way that it's done it doesn't work either way they could have made it funny they didn't yeah this this is a problem that comes up over and over again they could either make it funny and endear you to the characters and make it, you know, uh, something that bonds you to the their experience. Or you could um, make it a little more serious and, like, create a moment of tension. And they do neither. I mean, the other thing that, that, that you would do in that situation is open up the tent yeah. to let the thing out. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, there's a storm. Or get out of the tent yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, open the thing and get out of there and watch the... And, Entrance. Yeah. It's it's like if a if a bee gets in yeah. your car or something. You, yeah. Ah, you know, you roll down the window and then you know pull over if you can and open the door. Just wait till it leaves and go. Oh, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. The wrong thing to do is start waving your arms and stop paying attention to the road. <laughs> exactly. Which is basically what they're doing. Yeah. Everybody, uh, half of have half of your body panic. Right. Right. It's going to be great if we all just have our lower halves completely, <laughs> completely panic, panic while our upper halves stay within frame. <laughs> yeah. and, the, uh-huh. and, it's, and it's like, oh, well, they couldn't do that because there's a storm. And I keep going, what storm? There isn't yeah. a drop of rain. Yeah, it's just really windy. It's heat lightning. There's no mm-hmm. lightning striking anything. Yep. So it's just wind. Yep. And this is what I like. Don't quite get. We don't see uh, tree limbs falling nope. or flying around or anything nope. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't spring for the uh, sprinkler systems. There's no water. Evidently not. Yeah, it's, it's like just nope. go outside. <laughs> it's, honestly, uh, it's a it's a storm with no. It's a storm with no consequences. Is basically what it is. <laughs> you know, no, they don't get wet. You know, yeah, or anything like even... that. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. It, so, yeah. So it's just a, a couple of people with leaf blowers just <laughs> and that's why yep. they're having to yell mm-hmm. over it. And then it works because there's uh, storm supposed to be storm loudness. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's Anyway, so their plan is to go to a cave which could never have more scorpions. Right. <laughs> yeah, they go to the cave that probably has animal life that they are going to be scared of as well. Um, but it's it's probably a better plan than staying in the campsite. I guess. Yeah. I didn't see a reason well, no, to leave the campsite. Well, was, there, was there reasons to leave the campsite? I mean, if basically, if this, they, they were saying that the storm was getting worse. Okay. So there might have been, you know, higher... Uh, winds or whatever, or it might actually, you know, the lightning might come that way or something. I don't know, but, um, yeah, okay. but yeah. yeah, fair enough. So, so they left, this is uh, rule of camping. Number one. Oh my God. You stupid ass cat. Get out of there. Get, 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 get. <laughs> so number one rule of camping, don't leave the food out, right? Put it in a container so that it is not available to animals, it doesn't get blown away, it doesn't get fucked up, basically. They left the food at the campsite, so Milk Toast goes in there, she's like, I'll go get it, and he goes to where they were, and like, literally, they have had basically bags of food, and they're just laying on the ground, and he has to run after it and fall on the ground to catch one fucking bag. Did I miss that there were lots of bags? Because I just saw the one. There, there was there when he first enters the area. There's like a pot. There's like maybe two or three bags laying on the ground. Okay. They don't shoot it well enough for there to be like continuity where he sees the bags. He goes after the bags. They blow away. He only catches one. It's just like he sees three bags. Then the next shot is him running after one of the bags. Right, right. That's just or fucking in, dumb. In somebody's, in one of the tents. In a knapsack and, that wouldn't get blown away. Something like that. There you go. So, and then he sees people walking around. Because I was trying to take notes real fast and kind of look up or whatever. I only saw him see one person. Okay. So he sees the one guy to his, to like his right. And that person is very much wearing a Starfleet uniform. Okay. It's very obvious. There's lightning or whatever that shows that he's wearing a, a Starfleet uniform. And then to his, then he looks around and to his left, before he goes back into the cave or before he leaves to go into the cave, he sees two people like through some trees and they are totally wearing Starfleet uniforms. Okay. And, you know, you're, you're supposed to be like, oh, dun, 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 you know. But when he comes back into the cave and, cave and tells them about it, he doesn't say they were wearing uniforms. He just says, I saw a bunch of people. Yeah, that's weird. And they made it so clear that you're supposed to see that they're wearing Starfleet uniforms. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Because I, I, missed, I missed it. I just saw, like, the one second where he sees somebody walking away mm-hmm. and i couldn't tell what they were wearing yeah. so him being him being like i saw i saw some people uh i thought was weird because he said people plural but it was apparently just because i missed it no, while i was writing stuff yeah. down so well, I don't know. so yeah he comes inside the cave and is like you know starts you know he starts to feel it and then Novakovich starts hearing noises from behind them in the cave and i'm like oh yeah it's starting to kick in yeah that guy is is having the bad trip yes Already, yeah. Um, and he runs out like a moron. Um, and they try to, like, calm him down. And he's like, fuck you, and just runs out. 
Uh, I just had he he runs off like disobeying Twelve. direct order, which is which gets weird because okay. Trip, who gets worse later, uh, who when he's really mm-hmm. bad later, um, is still able to take a direct order from Archer. Yeah, but this guy is just like somebody's standing there telling him, "Calm the fuck down." Yeah, yeah, calm down or whatever, and he's just like, "No," yeah, takes off running. I I don't know when is a good time for my rant about red shirts, <laughs> but we need to f- find a good time because I have a theory about, uh, I guess it's not a theory. I guess it's just a, a statement about the red shirts. Everybody talks about how the red shirts are there to get killed, but every instance of red shirt death is because they did something stupid generally yes i mean there are there's a couple like the uh the tos episode arena where i remember a red shirt just like gets fried but like he's, there wasn't a whole lot of reason what was there what was he doing he I was forgot. he was um like telling the captain what he saw but why he got killed was because he stood up he was standing up straight and everybody was like lowered down trying to avoid getting killed like he was everybody was like low down and he like stood straight up and was like captain and got shot yeah don't don't stick your head up right exactly and and almost i can't i honestly cannot think of an instance when a red shirt got killed and it wasn't because he either panicked and ran and did something dumb or disobeyed an order or just like did something incredibly stupid like every time it was not, I mean, I was never, I'm never going to say it's their fault, but it's because of the story. Like that's why they got killed was because they did something dumb. All right, not just because they're cannon fodder is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so green shirt in this case runs off uh, to Paul all of a sudden thinks someone's there. So she thinks she hears something. And she leaves the bug lady alone in the dark. Well, she she goes back there to see if there is anyone in the cave. She doesn't actually hear anything. She's just like, she's like, okay, I'm going to go see if there's actually something there. Because she's, you know, she's just running like tricorder and everything. How did I just watch this and watch it sober and still, uh, like, my memory of it is no, so bad. Okay. I don't... No, because I was basically like point by point, you know, this is how each plot point goes I, I, I write all of that down especially because later on when Cutler um, goes back there she sees T'Pol talking to somebody yeah and T'Pol um, isn't ta- wasn't actually talking to anybody did they have a person there because I remember there not actually being anyone there there was being like a, a voice like Cutler was right having some kind of auditory hallucination right. They do. There is actually an actor there. Okay. Fuck me, but man. I gotta go back well, and watch it, this again. Like, because what? I kept missing all this right. shit. Well, when when Cutler goes back there and she watches like behind a rock or whatever and watches T'Pol standing there and talking, the rock person is in very heavy shadow, and then when T'Pol when Carter uh, Cutler goes toward her, the sh- the shadow becomes an actual person and just like disappears behind a rock but it's like split it's like half a second there's just okay. enough I must have blinked. yeah there's just enough for you to for the audience to see what cutler sees so that you're not sure who's telling the truth you know they're they're just okay. trick they're just playing with the audience to make sure that you that the audience understands that what 
Cutler is seeing looks real to her. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and look at it again because I, I didn't catch that. Yeah, no, I didn't totally. catch that there was a person there at all. I just completely missed it. Yeah. Uh, crewman Bugsy Malone is turning on to Paul because she thinks to Paul was talking to somebody, mm-hmm. so she had the hallucination, or did she? Yeah, yeah. At this point, we don't know. Right. Uh, Archer is trying, I love this, Archer's like, okay, let's go down there. So they try to land in a hurricane <laughs> because, <laughs> sure, uh-huh. great uh-huh. plan, uh, white man must thrust. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Archer and Reed in the shuttle. They're trying to land it, and they're talking to Crewman Green Shirt, yeah. and he's flipping out. And I love that he just tells him to go to hell. <laughs> I laughed about that too. I was like, "Oh my god, that's hilarious!" Like he doesn't even recognize the person's voice. He is really tripping balls at this point. Like Novakovic got the biggest dose, got it bigger than everybody else, and then kept taking it that's true like he was he's the dude that's like that's like oh i don't feel it and just keeps hitting it again and again and again because he's just standing out there just breathing in all of that dust so like he hears the captain he's like i i think he even says who what's who's that what who was who's talking yeah and that's before he says go you know tells the captain to go to hell so like he really is fucked up i think that that guy screaming go to hell at Archer <laughs> is needs to be like the mascot for a pretty good chunk of the Star Trek fan base. <laughs> All of us that kind of hate Enterprise. Yeah. Is just screaming go to hell at Bacula. Go to hell. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. I nominate Crewman Lobotomy to be the, the mascot for for this show. Just him, just that one screen. I find the screen cap of that, of him just screaming, go to hell. Yeah. What's weird was like Reed's reaction. Like he just kind of shrugs at it. Yeah. Instead of <laughs> yep, being like. I noticed that too. Yeah. What's going on? So he's just like. Hmm. Whatever, man. <laughs> Uh, Heard it before, you know. <laughs> We've all been this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. It's weird. That's it's a weird reaction. Instead of just instead of him looking at Archer like what? He's just kind of yeah. like all right. Well, that's what, uh, that's what's going on with that guy. You know. The director gave him nothing. Basically, the director was like, "Just sit there. Yeah, we don't need any acting from you." Yeah, that's probably it. Just no direction whatsoever. Mm. Just, you know, yep. I don't know. He'll Just stand there. Turn to look at you. Maybe we'll move the camera over at you. Maybe not. Y- y- Maybe y- not. We don't really care. You know, yeah. what, you know what to do. You're a pro. <laughs> Action. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and then, uh, so down in the cave, uh, they're getting, they're starting to get racist at DePaul. Yep. They're starting, well, it's starting to peak. Yeah. They're all starting to peak. It's starting. And nobody believes what she's saying. They all believe that she's lying. And, you know, Trip starts ranting about talk rock people. And T'Pol's, like, trying to be cool. And she's just not getting through to tripping Trip. There is a shot of Trip seeing the rock person. That's when he's outside. Yeah. 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 It was before this. Yeah, he's trying to try trying to find Novakovic and he's, you know, outside getting dosed again and he actually sees like the rock like, you know, a form come out of the rock and I'm like, dude, been there. But like 
you know, and then it goes away and, you know, and it's, and it's like, you know, kind of a shitty prop rock, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, slowly just amping up the tension and the, the completely going to go off the rails moments. I was honestly surprised he didn't just shoot that thing, like shoot the rock as soon as that happened. Honestly surprised. Yeah. That's the second instance of like him and Archer sort of holding back for like a second Mm -hmm. and then like. You know, going off both against DePaul, like when they yeah. when they actually you know go off. Um, but you know, trips is way worse. Yeah, uh, coming up. Okay, so they try to beam up Novakovic, and he is fucked up. I love how they did this. I thought it was awesome. They're like, okay, basically we transported him with like leaves and shit in mm-hmm. him, and you know when you see it for a second, it like. You're like, oh, oh, God, oh, like that's because yeah, exactly. any of us who have really thought about the transporter have thought, you know, what if that happens? Yeah, that happen? yeah. So in early yeah. days of transporter, I'm sure like, you know, later on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You uh, never see they, that again. They no matter know, what the yeah, weather. They know how to and, filter yeah. shit like that out. Yeah. But with tiny random debris flying into the area where where you're transporting. Yeah. I make it makes sense that they would not have had that worked out yet <sighs> yeah it's super gross so T'Pol tries to keep working and Trip has totally lost his shit he takes her uh, tricorder away and she's finally figuring out that something is super duper wrong with them and now we hear what Trip really believes about the Vulcans and it's just pure fear and paranoia and he turns into he goes full Florida man uh, okay two points though You'd think he'd have a higher tolerance for dangerous and strange drugs, but mainly it's been six weeks since launch. Wow. So so this is a month since the dead body ship. Oh, my God. So we can presume nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. But to, of consequence, they didn't find anyone still after the dead body ship episode where they blew up the scorpion toy. Right. That made me a lot more sympathetic to like fuck it we're landing on this place (laughs) yeah but uh, at the same time i'm kind of like at this point they really should be listening to to paul about something anything right yeah yeah. anything trust her on anything (laughs) she's literally saved your lives several times can you trust her about anything or remember that she's a vulcan and she doesn't fucking do things for fun I, I later they get a little bit better about all of that, but this first season is just chock full of instances where they're like, you know, expect her to act a certain way. And it's like, she's a fucking Vulcan. You know that <laughs> he basically, yeah. He full, Florida man goes full on Florida man. He's just completely lost his shit. And he's really good here. He is. And it, it builds from here. Mm hmm. And it never gets like um, hammy or anything like that. No, yeah, not hammy. Uh, no, you totally, you totally believe that he's that scared. He does. He actually does a really good job with this. Absolutely, yeah. So back on the ship, Flox finds out that it's the pollen. Pollen's mm-hmm. making them the cray cray. I liked finding this out because there was a TOS app where there was it was either pollen or mushrooms or something like that made spock trip out all happy yeah yeah it was uh, so this is like the the dark version of that exactly yeah mm-hmm. so they find this out they get a call from the surface and paul's like no really 
everything is going to shit. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Flies shit is starting to happen already. I've got a fucking phaser pointed at my head. <laughs> Which Archer doesn't immediately order lowered. Right. He starts telling him all about the pollen and it's affecting his mind and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And eventually he gets around to, to trip lower your gun down. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> It makes me wonder. I'm glad you thought of that. (laughs) It makes me wonder if that was like maybe somehow bad editing or something, or maybe that's just bad writing because I can't imagine in any normal situation that the first thing the cop captain wouldn't have said was trip, put your fucking gun down. Right. That has to be the first thing that you say. Your first officer is telling you there's a gun at my head and it's from someone who takes orders from you. Yeah, your, your first, your first order is trip. Put the gun down, you dumbass. Yeah, let me tell you about this. Mm-hmm. And then he, so he talks about how they apparently were given LSD at Starfleet. He did a little too much LDS. No, what is what is that? They were trained in drugs that I can't I can't remember his exact phrase, but he says that they were trained uh, to handle times if they were drugged basically in if they were in a situation where they had been drugged what to do and that could they could have given them psychotropic gas or something like that you know i mean yeah they totally could have done that what do you think the drug scene is like at the academy <laughs> at the academy um first of all lots of lots of um uh adderall um for studying oh, tons yeah. of that yeah um, that's not fun though i'm talking about like no, party no. drugs because it's college. I mean, it's got to be basically like alien drugs. Oh, yeah. You know, it's got to be like alien cocaine and like alien acid and shit like that. I mean, the pollen that they just discovered, I'm sure, could be distilled down. Oh, yeah. And made into some pretty righteous oh, LSD if it yeah, was dude. done right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I don't think that like Starfleet Academy at this point has good shit. <laughs> No, no, they've got like, they've, no, they don't have good shit yet. Yeah, because they're not going to get, I mean, I doubt you're going to get good drugs off of the Vulcans. There aren't a whole lot of different aliens banging around Earth yet. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I doubt there's a whole lot going on. They're still just, yeah. (laughs) They're still just, I mean, I mean, weed's legal, right? Like it has to be legal. Well, it's it already, they're in California. It's it's in California. It's in San yeah. Francisco. It's so. in San Francisco. So yeah, yeah, they have weed at least. Oh, that's so funny. So Milk Toast and Cutler have passed out. They did too much. They're past the second, third, fourth threshold. They have. They just can't do anymore. They they passed out. To Paul starts speaking speaking Vulcan, so she's super super fucked up too. I love that because I thought she that was great. Looks like she's got it together. Yeah, and she sounds like she doesn't. Yeah, she's handling her shit, but not well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Trip is like fucking losing it. He's uh, totally, there's no way I'd ever shroom with this lightweight. He's got, well, he he does that thing, you know how some people when they get real fucked up, like, you know, you get real drunk, you pass out or whatever. Yeah. Some people just keep going, like they just yeah. black out and like go yep. high energy. And those are not people I want to hang out with, honestly. Right. That is not a good scene, usually. 
Yeah, I I get like too drunk. I'm like, oh, like puke, and then I'm like, I am done. Good man. night. I'm fucking yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yep. That's the end of this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are just like, nah. Now it's time to really party. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's and like, I'm like, no, 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 no. So. That's the stuff where yeah. someone usually ends up. Uh, Bale ends up involved, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so he's that guy. He was that guy at in college where he just like definitely. Well, okay, man, we're gonna go steal the, the bulldog's mascot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's no way I'd ever shroom at this fucking guy. Fuck no. Yeah. He start. He actually so- sees like an old teacher of his, which is really weird, and like starts talking to him and having a conversation with him. I mean, yeah. this is this is obviously some strong shit. Yeah. that they're on. I, I can only think of very few times when I actually hallucinated that hard. Damn. You know, and that's, you gotta really be doing some crazy shit, to, shit. to hallucinate that hard. Well, while he's going off, Paul keeps it together enough to go get mm-hmm. a gun. Yeah. And we now have a standoff. Yes. I love a good standoff. Good, honestly. Yeah, I, I do too. They never quite make sense to me, especially in um, Paul's position, because it's like, just shoot him. Yeah, just shoot just him. Just fucking stun yeah, him. You know you're going to be you faster. Have, even than when him. you're standing yeah, there looking at each other, but and he's just he's like oh, blah 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 blah. Just fucking pull the trigger. Exactly. It's not like the old west. You have to reach up and like hit the hammer back and then kapow. It, you can just like right. be talking, right. or he can just be like ranting, and then you just move your finger. I, I and then it's over. I don't get why there's mm-hmm. a standoff at all. Just fucking shoot no, him. No, I agree. The only the only thing I can the only the reason I say you know maybe that she didn't was because she was being affected she was affected by that yeah that's true that's the only thing I can you know maybe she doesn't trust herself if she, or something if she ends up know? in another standoff later in the series we'll know I guess yeah there's no logic true, to the standoff true. if you are because uh, she had the drop on him yeah she totally does like because he was looking for the rock people or something mm-hmm. and so she's behind him with the gun yeah. Yep. And she still stands there for a second. It's like, just fucking blast just fucking him. Just fucking blast him, yeah. Yeah, I yep. So back on the ship, Novakovich is dying. So mm-hmm. evidently green that... Green shirt's getting uh, green shirted after yep. all. Evidently that shit was a bad batch, and it's going to kill everybody that ex- was exposed to it. Um, and then Ahab gets all fucking nasty with poor Phlox. Yeah. I, what the fuck is that? Like, he doesn't... He didn't need to be like that, because Phlox basically didn't have an answer for him. And I'm like... That's going to happen, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> like we're exploring new places and yeah. fucking with new we're we're taking new drugs, buddy. Like yes, we don't know exactly. what the effects are. <laughs> right. Uh, so they send down some drugs to help them chill, but Trip is way too fucked up. Like no way that is going to work. Yeah, I thought about how they're like, okay, we've got a vaccine, and then he's like, no, nah, man, I ain't taking a vaccine, you know, kind of thing like that. And I just, yeah. I just thought, oh yeah. god, sounds familiar. Yeah, we're gonna have a whole lot of that in about a year or so when there's a COVID nineteen vaccine, and people are like, but the government, they're and, gonna put a chip oh, in me and oh, make god me worship Jesus Satan Christ. and the gays. Yeah, like that's gonna happen. They're gonna make and, me gay. Yeah. Really. And there's going to be a lot of them in Florida. You, sh- too. you sure you aren't already? <laughs> there's going to be a lot of Florida men uh-huh. sounding, a lot of Florida men and women sounding exactly like yep. Trip in this scene. Uh, so Archer still tries to talk him down again. Mm-hmm. This time, because I was waiting for it and it never mm-hmm. came, he never tried to order him to drop the gun. 
Yeah, no shit. No, and my okay, this is my favorite part. So he tells him a story. He he asks Trip to remember it another time when Trip flipped the fuck out and endangered himself and others. Oh good. Oh great. That makes me feel better. Top choice for your your engineer. Uh, yeah, not a good call. Not a good call <laughs> going forward. Christ. Uh so he tries yeah. this bullshit. He tries to just like hard bullshit him and comes up with the whole thing. Oh my god. Uh, this could have been really good uh, because Hoshi is there yeah, and she tries to help him a little bit Mm -hmm. but I think this could have been really great like Archer is trying to come up with a story and like kind of watching him try to come up with it maybe Hoshi is like doing little hand motions like like I don't know tell him that thing (laughs) right right could have been really good and a great a great moment for uh, Archer and Hoshi kind of building a rapport and an ability to communicate. A little camaraderie and, there, yeah. Uh, but no, um, mm. they don't give her enough to do with that. Uh, no. Nope. Because Archer looks like he's got it memorized. Yeah. It looks like mm-hmm. he's doing lines. Yeah, he bullshits the story really easily. So, But he he finally lowers the weapon, and the second he does, she shoots the shit out of it. <laughs> Which I'm like, thank you, God, because that dude cannot handle his trip. It does make absolutely the most sense that Florida Man would be the most dangerous with a weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and hallucinogenic drugs. Right, yeah, of course he can't handle it. I mean, it's... <laughs> 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 One time on bath salts, I chewed a guy's face off. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, so she gives everybody the dose of the come down juice, and she finally relaxes. And she has to fucking neck pinch milk toast, which I think that might be the first time we've seen that from her that she neck pinches. Oh yeah, him. that's true. I don't think we've seen her do that. That's cool. I liked it. I was like, yay. Yeah. So they get good. They good, get vac- good call. Yeah, they get vaxified, and uh, they're mm-hmm. okay. It's the next morning. And uh, he's doing the chug water of shame. Yeah. From after having a Florida night uh, yep. the night before. Yep. And he sort of says he's sorry. He he doesn't really, though. He was yeah, like, did really. you shoot me? You know, and, and basically what they do is they all realize that stuff didn't look as cool as they thought it did the next day. You know, <laughs> they're like, oh, that's just a tie dyed shirt. Oh, <laughs> that's disappointing. You know, I mean, it's just, you're looking at song lyrics going, no, no, no this doesn't make no. any sense at all. Yeah, no. yeah, it, it's basically what they're doing. Yeah, um, you know, because they're like, there weren't any rock people, and they're and she's like, no, there weren't any fucking rock people, you dumbasses. I wish they'd have been walking back to the shuttle at this point during this whole thing. I do too. Because it would have been walk of shame. Yes, I agree. That would have been so much better in general. Yeah. Yeah. So they find out, well, Trip talks about who this Vulcan teacher was. It was the first, first Vulcan he had met and that's who he was hallucinating um, earlier in the episode. And he says, challenge your preconceptions or they will challenge you. And I thought that's actually not bad. I'll remember that. Um, I keep running over that one in my mind. I don't think I really get that. Challenge your preconceptions or they will challenge you. Basically, if I, I, the way I saw it was if you don't confront your preconceptions about something and, and learn about whether they are true or not, they w- that preconception uh, bias will trip you up later. Yep. 
Yep, that tracks. Yeah, sure. I was thinking it was something like that, but yeah, uh, I think you put it uh, into words okay. better than... <laughs> I I worded good. Sorry. That's that's the best I can come up with. It works for me. That's fine. That's good. I've been... <laughs> I've <laughs> <laughs> You've been dragging my carcass around on this on this episode. I feel like I'm just like, no, that's okay. Were, that's were there right. people there? What is the thing? And <laughs> this is the soberest. Like I said, I just watched it. <laughs> I just watched it too. That's the thing. Oh, no. And I watched it sober. And, and I mean, the edibles still haven't kicked in. I don't think. I mean, I only started uh, an hour change ago or whatever like that. So it'll be a little while. Yeah. You know. It's coming soon. I'm not going to try and edit on this, on these. Right, right. No, 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 right. Uh, okay, so. Yeah. What's what's the button? Oh, they, they just get rescued. You know, you see the, the ship the ship come in and Ensign Cutler looking at it, you know, from the, from the cave, you know, like, oh, big ship, oh. And we hope to God that next time they listen to T'Pol, but they won't. <laughs> they learn nothing. They learn nothing. Yeah. We're pretty sure yeah. they will have learned and nothing. The only thing that they will have learned in this is don't try to land the shuttle during a hurricane, yeah. which I love that they scraped the paint that they <laughs> fucked up the <laughs> shuttle. That was the best. Honestly, that's probably the best part. I mean, the guy, uh, I don't remember his name, the, the trip's performance in this where he is freaking out and it, it works. That was it's amazing, viable. yeah. That's probably the best part. That's probably the best whole best thing like that. Definitely. I like how uh, Jolene Blaylock is like doing to Paul freaking out, but not freaking out, Yeah, you know? She, so the two of them are pretty great in this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the <laughs> the uh, scraping the paint mm-hmm. on the shuttle just made me laugh so hard because of how many times when I was learning to drive and then just accidentally oh, scrape yeah. the fence or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. on the on my mom's minivan and shit <laughs> like that was I just busted out laughing when that happened so next time on our podcast Florida man goes on a Florida man adventure hell yeah this was already like uh, Gainesville night out yes. like Gainesville Saturday <laughs> night out this one so I'm looking forward to more nutty Florida man yeah. uh, did you find any band names trip and trip trip and trip trip and trip would it be like trip and trip and the hand blah 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 could like be some kind of could uh, be yeah trip and trip and the leafy crewman yeah or uh, trip and trip and the shit I don't have anything <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the trip and trip. class players. Yeah, yeah. The, there you go. The pollen, the pollen patrol. Oh, I don't there know. you go. The, the, I like the, I like either the M class players or the pollen patrol. One of those. Yeah. Yeah, M class players is pretty. It's pretty classy. Uh, that would be like a swing band or something. Yeah, yeah. Or or Navaka bitch. Navaka bitch. Well, we can't do Navaka bitch because we already have a the 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 name of the band already has a cuss word in it. So we so we got to find something that that the Barbaras oh, can listen to. So it's got to be something. Okay. Yeah, this is fourth episode, so I don't want to have to explain band name every time. But uh, yeah. so I'm I'm imagining if you're coming in here, you probably heard one of the first three where you get why we have to rename the band. Yes, and but won't. But won't. Uh, let's see. Mine were uh, green shirts. Nice. And Menshara. I like Menshara. Menshara is pretty good. Oh, that sounds very like, could be like a, you know, stoned metal band or like 
kind of a Vangelis uh, slash some kind of band like that. Yeah, I'm trying I to could, think of. I some could other. totally dig that. Yeah, yeah, like a like a Stony band. Yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be real cool. Menchara, or oh, I'm trying to think like a jam band, but one that uses sitars. Oh, definitely. So, occasionally to, yeah. sitars and a, a lot of uh, hand percussion and stuff. It yeah. just kind of is real. real Real groovy, real incense. <laughs> it sounds like the name of an in, an incense company or something. There you go. Minshara. It's beautiful. <laughs> I like it. I like, you know, that could work. All right. <laughs> I was trying to think of something with skin and leaves and where you had the skin oh, and yeah. the leaves and his skin, but I, I couldn't get that to connect. Hey, if you think of one uh, out there, email us. We are Star Trek stuff at gmail.com. And that's that's all one word. We are Star Trek stuff at, at gmail.com. Um, cause there's actually another Gmail address at Star Trek. That's just Star Trek stuff. That was taken. We are Star Trek stuff. All right. So, uh, did it track? Did it track? Uh, kind of half and half. Okay. Um, because on the one hand, yes, because there's plenty of times when they have gotten fucked up by plants. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like mentally fucked up, but like physically or, you know, something bad has happened because of plants. That's not a, you know, that's that's a fairly well used thing. But the whole premise where they go, they just run down to the planet without any kind of um, checking and analyzing. They just jump in a shuttle and go. That does not track that. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Even NASA would not do that. Yeah, right nobody on. would do that. It's completely stupid. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a pass and say yes because of, like you said, there have been other episodes where mm-hmm. they get fucked up by plants or spores or whatever specifically. Sure. And there's also uh, other episodes where the whole crew just kind of gets weird and loses it. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of the TNG episode. I think it was like the second one or something like that, where they all the naked get time. W- the naked, yeah, the naked time, the naked now time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there, that was based on a original series episode where everybody got real weird, uh, like that. And I th- right, I think oh, horny. sorry, they got yeah. real horny, right? In TOS, yes, yeah, everybody get, yeah. gets weird um, and horny. Uh, this yeah. one wasn't horny, uh, which was kind of surprising because Berman and Braga at the helm. Uh, right, no kidding. It went to sort of a darker place, but I think that it, that same sort of idea is there. You know, you go to a whatever they get all, you know, affected and yeah. trip and trip out and whatever. So yeah, like I was thinking about the one with Spock. There's one with Spock where he lands and there's these spores or something, and he falls in love with this lady, and gets real weird. And that is called. Hang on, just a second. Let me. I saw it because I, I was thinking about called. it before. After I saw this, I was like, there was one where Spock did that, right? Yeah. And I think I Googled like good. Spock crazy pollen or something. And it turns out it was mushrooms. I haven't seen it in forever. So I don't know. It's this, it's the, it's a really weird, like, um, it's a plant and it's like super, it's kind of tall. Um, hang on one second. Let me find it. A few moments later. This side of paradise is the episode. Yeah, that's what it is. And the two episodes, the you know the one that ref- the TNG episode that relates to a TOS episode. The TOS episode was called the Naked Time, and then the TNG episode was called the Naked Now. Oh right, okay, yeah, because I knew yeah. the Naked Now was one of them. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought we were saying the Naked Time because like 
some of them got naked or tried to get got naked, naked or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The TOS was, was uh, naked time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. Um, do you have any recommendations for uh, books, uh, TV, movies that are not Trek? Yeah, I had one, and I'll think of it. I will remember. I promise. A few moments later. Well, while you're thinking of it, I'll talk about mine. Um, I saw that Apple TV was doing um, uh miniseries about foundation the isaac asimov uh book series so i bought the first book in that series and have been reading it and it is awesome all right so mine is going to be something i have not read yet myself Mm -hmm. uh but someone who i really looked up to and learned a lot from just died uh yesterday and that's uh michael brooks Mm -hmm. he was a internet commentator basically um it was on the Majority Report, and they had the Michael Brooks show, and he's been on The Young Turks some, and Jacobin, and all this sort of thing like that. He had a book that he only very recently released uh, called Against the Web, A Cosmopolitan Answer to the New Right. And uh, he was just a really interesting guy. I didn't always like agree with his takes on stuff, uh, but I liked the way that he thought. He was well on his way to becoming a really great voice. Mm-hmm. For this generation in this moment in time and just all of a sudden n- still no explanation has been given but he died of quote a sudden medical condition mm. he had been saying on his show the day before i remember him saying he wasn't quite feeling well oh man and then bam gone the next day uh and we don't quite know why as of yeah. recording time so i'm going to recommend his book uh don't get it on amazon because he really hated amazon <laughs> Uh, <laughs> against the web, a cosmopolitan answer to the new right. Awesome. All right. Well, and where can the people follow you on the internets? So you can find me at wearestartrekstuff.gmail.com. Um, that is the best place to get in touch with me. I do have an Instagram account, but it has nothing to do with Star Trek. Um, I am going to be opening one uh, for specifically this podcast soon, and I'll give you that later. Um, but for now, just that Gmail address. Fuck with me on Twitter. Uh, it is at Bag of Lasers, B-A-G-O-F-L-A-Z-E-R-S. And then there's the band who you're hearing right now, Motherfucker, motherfucker.bandcamp.com. And uh, that's about it. All right. All right. See you in the next one. All right. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter.